Hello and welcome to Nintendo Pals Podcast, episode 132. Tonight, it's been a Nintendo Direct, and we're going to give our thoughts on it. We're also going to be talking about price changes, uh, remakes, and a lot of Game Boy and Game Boy Advance games that we've been playing. We're talking all of that and more. fellow Nintendo Pals. My name is Andros, and this is the Nintendo Pals Podcast, the show all about Nintendo and friendship. And speaking of friendship, my long-lost co-host, Micah, yep. is here. He's returned. He's back. For, for now. For, for now. Oh, man. I gotta ask, Micah, how the heck are you? I'm doing pretty good. That's pretty great to hear. Um, yeah, we 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 missed you. We replaced you with an AI that definitely uh, was a lot more chatty, a lot more chatty. Long winded. Yeah, I, I long -winded heard it went pretty well. Yeah, surprisingly well uh, with Chat GPT. If yeah, if anybody listening hasn't checked out that episode, uh, it's two episodes back. We had Chat GPT as a guest. Since Micah was out, and I needed a last-minute addition, um, but Micah, I'm getting a, getting ahead of myself here. I gotta ask you this question: What's something? What's the best thing that you got from one of your parents? I'm, I'm mm. assuming this is like a trait. Like, like, what's the best? Like a a good. Oh, trait? I was gonna say life. You only got that from one of your parents? I think that's a two-person deal. Uh, one or more. <laughs> uh, best thing... I'm, I'm trying to think of the best thing I got from my parents was... Uh, I don't know. A, a love of gaming. Got, got that from my parents. And... It's like a sense of humor they're I, I probably should have like a, a better answer to this question i feel like my parents if they listen to this will be offended <laughs> those are the two things that came to mind first but that's what i'm picking yeah, uh, i got i got a different sense of humor than the ones my parents have i don't i don't know i feel like i feel like good old rick i feel like i feel like he's pretty similar sense uh, of humor and uh, until it comes to memes. True. Yeah. <laughs> but, I, but I think that's just a the generational dog, thing. Diabetes cat. My parents <laughs> don't understand at all. <laughs> forgot about that. Comedy goals. Diabetes. Yeah, I forgot about I forgot about those. Yeah, but I, I think the uh I, I think that's just a generational thing because I, I, I laugh at things my parents don't think are funny even remotely. I, I, I think that's what it is. I don't, I don't know. 
and then I look at what, like, my younger siblings and the the rising generation of adults look at as funny, and I just do not understand. <laughs> so I'm like, I think it's just you know, it gets more abstract and weird as it goes. Yeah, for sure. Um, speaking of abstract and weird, do you know what we're doing tonight? Well, we do every several times a, a week, week now. Every episode of this show, we try to take over the world of Nintendo podcasts, and we do that through five-star reviews. That's right. You, the listener, help us to take over the world by leaving us a five-star review on your listening platform of choice. You can do that on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podchaser, and Audible, all those places that you leave five-star reviews. And we got a new five-star review this week, Micah, on Spotify. An anonymous five-star review. Because you can't, like, leave a written review on Spotify. If you want to leave us a written review, Apple Podcasts is a great place to do that. Podchaser is a great place. And Audible. Spotify doesn't have that yet. But Spotify is within three reviews of catching up with Apple Podcasts in, in reviews. I'm pretty stoked about that. So thank you to everybody out there who has been leaving us five-star reviews on Spotify. And um, we, I, I've been tracking where we're at in like search results and such. Uh, if you do just a quick Google search for Nintendo Podcasts, we will pretty much always show up in the top like 10 search results on Google. Uh, but if you search best Nintendo Podcast, Number two. Number two, baby. Let's go. Guess who number one is? What happens if you search worst? <laughs> I don't I don't know, actually. <laughs> let's let's try it. Worst this is gonna be the Nintendo number one of this one. Podcast. <laughs> actually the Nintendo podcast comes up first. Uh I don't know if that's intentional or just because they have a lot of titles that have worst in the title in the title. Like, oh, we fixed probably. your worst games, our best and worst, and they're all in all caps as well. Anywho, we're the best. <laughs> second best only we're to... best adjacent. Yeah, second best only to Nintendo's official podcast, actually, when you search that. And that's pretty hype. That's pretty hype. And it's all thanks to people leaving us five-star reviews and searching us out and following us on all those platforms. So thank you. All right, Micah, we got a lot to cover this week. A lot to cover. So what do you say we just jump on into the first segment of our show? Let's talk What You Playing. Micah, what have you been playing lately? Uh, not too much. Been pretty busy with moving and getting ready to move. But I did get Glyph for $2. Ooh. I've played that for a few hours, and it's pretty fun. I should have picked that one up. I should have picked it up. But, I remembered like three hours before the sale ended. And it was pretty good. It was, it was worth it. Also, we got Kid Fiasco here in chat. Says, hey, what's up? The, the, what's so, up? What's up with you, Kid Fiasco? Thanks for coming by. Um, yeah. I, I know that, nothing about a, a I know nothing about Glyph. Tell, t like, tell me about this game. What? I, didn't even, I didn't even look. I, all I saw was someone post, hey, this is on sale and I've heard it's really good. You're kind of like a, a ball robot thing, and you roll around. Ah, I see why you and like you it. And you sometimes fly a little bit. 
and you can't touch sand because sand is evil and corrupt or something like that. It blows you up. You don't like sand. It's coarse and gets into everything. It's irritating. <laughs> and, it, and it straight murders you in this game. Oh. I mean, if you're a robot ball, I guess that would be pretty devastating to get hit with sand. Yep. Is that why there's not like a desert planet in Metroid? How is do there, you know this? Uh, how many, how many Metroid <laughs> games have you played? I've never seen one mentioned or talked about. <laughs> is there no desert planet? I mean, there's kind of sand. Oh, okay. In spots for sure, because these creatures jump out of it. Oh. Okay. Well, there, there you have it. Uh, yep. And so that, besides that? Besides that, uh, just a little bit of Rocket League, I think. Busy, busy moving, but you're going to be doing a pretty long move, so you'll have a lot of car time to play some new games, right? Uh, or old games. Sort of, but I get car sick, so we'll see. I was thinking of busting out some of the Game Boy and Game Boy Advance games and seeing how that works out how, for how, me. How that feels. <laughs> Just put on the filter that they included with it that makes it look like an old screen, and then you'll be like, your your brain will be like, oh, you're just playing Game Boy just like you used to. It's fine. You won't get sick. I'm pretty sure I used to get car sick. Oh. <laughs> well, well. Uh, shoot. Well, speaking of Game Boy and Game Boy Advance games, that's why I've been playing this week. I've been playing a lot of Game Boy and Game Boy Advance games. Um, I played a good chunk of Mario Land. There's like a few levels of that. Um, I played all of WarioWare. I finished the like main game of that pretty quick yeah it's not long it, it's not long it, it similar to current WarioWare, you, you play through it and then it unlocks the the levels to essentially be endless and then you can like go go for high scores and then there's a bunch of mini games there's some good two-player mini games you can play online which i, I need to try pretty cool you should try that at some point um and then I also decided to give Mario and Luigi Superstar Saga a try, and I really like it. I really like it a lot, and I think you will really like it a lot. Yeah. Or have you played I, any I of the Mario? I plan on getting around to that. Uh, I played Mario and Luigi Bowser's Inside Story. I believe they're pretty similar. Yeah, I think they're built on like the same exact engine. Um yeah, it's it's really fun. It's uh, Paper Mario, but with a little bit less focus on the RPG side and a lot more focus on the action commands. This is, is essentially what it is. So yeah, and and I guess puzzle solving with the two of them. I think it, it just makes me sad that the studio's gone. <laughs> like, well, shoot, now I want more games in this series. <laughs> And uh, it's not going to be happening. But I can play other games in the series. Just go back and play more of those. Um, let me see. What else did I play? I feel like I played more more of that. I mean, I'll, I'll, as I'm firing that up, I can talk about I've played uh, Breath of the Wild. And did a Valentine's Day challenge where I followed a WikiHow article on how to have the best Valentine's Day. And so I just did that. 
in Zelda. And it was pretty funny. Nice. I had some very funny moments. There are, are some... Uh, I mean, Link, Link's got his way with the ladies, man. Like, there's, there's some lines in this game where you... Like you did you do the Firefly quest? You, you probably did. Cause probably. Like, probably the pie. Like, leave the fireflies out, and she's like, they're so pretty. And you can respond, you're so pretty. <laughs> like that's a line you can say and i just thought that was so funny i was like why is this an option uh, uh there's like the lady in town she's like oh man he's such a strong guy i hope he comes and uh knocks an arrow for me because she's really into archery and but it turns out she was the wife of the crazy cuckoo guy that <laughs> chose the cuckoos over his wife like i Old choice. I was like, what a what a weird <laughs> what a weird series of events I experienced as part of this game. But yeah, that was fun. Um, I also played some Spelunky too, of course, just fitting that in. And then uh, other other Game Boy Advance games, I gave a shot. Kuru 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 Kururin Kuru. I don't know how to spell that. It's the one with like the spinning thing, and you have to like. Yeah, that's been. Oh, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about the spinning. It was thing. in the direct. It was in the direct. Yeah, it, it, yeah. It spins around. Yeah, like, you have to make like, it past the obstacles. Yeah, like make it on the track system. It's like that classic game where you have the metal loop, and you have to not touch anything, or it will buzz. Um, it's it's like a video game version of that. Uh, and then Mario Kart Super Circuit, which I have heard is like the worst Mario Kart game. <laughs> And I gotta disagree. I I think it's pretty fun. I don't so know. So what it's... is the worst Mario Kart game then? It, probably just base Mario Kart. Wow. And I love that game. <laughs> this is essentially a direct sequel to that game. It it plays with that two D, but with like better sprites. Um, and it has like a similar coin and battle system. It it's it's like it, it's like a direct sequel to the SNES version where N64 kind of took it a different direction. And I don't know, maybe it's the nostalgia for the SNES version that really made me enjoy my time with this game, but I, I like it a lot. I think it's good. Maybe what I'm trying to say is there is no such thing as a bad Mario Kart game. They're all great. They're all fantastic. Well, that's what I've been playing. Uh, I don't have anything else to highlight. Oh, I remembered today that we bought Mario and Sonic at the Olympic Games 2020 for my son for Christmas. <laughs> and you finally just busted it out? No, I bought it on Humble Bundle and never redeemed the code. Hmm. <laughs> so I went in and pulled it and it was still there. <laughs> so we redeemed that today. I was like, hey, surprise! Merry Christmas in February. <laughs> have, have they played it yet? Yeah, he was playing. He was playing it this afternoon. Was having a good time with it. It looks really fun. Uh, I I played a, a few of the mini games on it, and there's like this whole side thing where you play the Olympics from 1964, and you're like the classic Nintendo characters. Was the I, maybe I need to look up um, the Olympics from 1964. Because I, 
Where where was it? Where was it held? Oh, it was held in Tokyo. That's why. I have absolutely no idea. So that's why they're doing it there. The the you can go back in time essentially through this game that they get sucked into, but there's it's also just part of like you can you can play all of the sports as like their own little mini games. Um and yeah, I was like, why 1964? Mario and Sonic were not invented in my 1964. What is happening here? Because they're like the classic original Mario and original Sonic. Yeah. But that's why. It's because they still wanted it to be in Tokyo. Sure. So there you go. That's fun. Nice. I'm sorry. I've reached a point in life where I like forgot I bought a game. Like that's kind of sad. <laughs> Makes you uh, wonder how many games you're buying over there. Well, this is why I want physical games. Because <laughs> if it's digital, so they I just lose show track. Up and you're yeah. like, wait a second. I did buy this. Yeah. Well, my God, that's that. I guess we'll do it for what you're playing. So let's jump into the meat of this episode. Let's talk the Nintendo Direct in the Nintendo News. Alrighty. So there's other news items but i think i think we'll maybe save those for future so we'll, we'll talk about a couple things here uh but nintendo direct happened this week yep what'd you think uh, i thought it was pretty good yeah overall i think this is one of the best ones they've had um yeah it was it was there there was like Almost no lows in this direct for me. <laughs> and you would argue that my low should have been a high because <laughs> it was a character customization game. Oh, yeah. For real, though. You've know. you've made comments like, man, I wish there was a game of just this character customization from these games. And then they make one and you're like, this is garbage. Yeah, well, this is the worst. Yeah, I'm a, a hypocrite, I guess. I just, it just, I didn't like the presentation <laughs> and I didn't think it looked that good. Anywho, anywho, uh, Nintendo Direct. So we, we can cover every, every announcement here, but, uh, maybe, maybe like let's stop. We, we can gloss over ones that we maybe didn't care about as much, but, uh, you want to take the first one here? Yeah, they finally showed us a little bit of Pikmin 4 which will be released on July 21st. They showed off like an ice Pikmin and some weird dog-like creature. Which has a name. It showed the name of it in the, in the presentation, but I already I, forgot I missed what it that. was. Yeah. Seth knew what it was because he caught it. Um, and I was just on the Nintendo Drive with them. Yeah, but it looks like you and some of your Pikmin can like hop on its back and run around and they can like swim. Yeah, it's carry like stuff. it's like Poochie from Woolly World. Right. Yeah. Yeah, he's a, he's a good boy. And then the this showed off the like lower perspective as well, the gameplay. Hmm. I didn't. Pay attention to that, I guess. Well, remember he remember Miyamoto talked about that in 
when it was first. Yeah, you can like see the pick there, see the world from Pikmin's view. His name is Ochi. Ochi. One word. Mm. That's hard to say. Maybe it's more just Ochi. Ochi. Yeah. This is a, like, it doesn't feel that different with this perspective. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I'm just, I, I don't know. But I guess it is less top down. But even, I'm seeing like some camera angles where it looks more top down. I don't know. I don't think it's like, like I don't think it's that different. Um, anyway, that was Pikmin Four. I'm I'm excited for this game. I think it's gonna look really good. I, I think it's gonna be really fun and play really well. It's designed specifically for Switch. It's not a remaster of the Wii U one. So hopefully, it's longer. I think the Wii U one was kind of short. Yeah, it wasn't wasn't super long. Also, nighttime mode looks interesting. Yeah, I don't know if that's just like a fancy cutscene. They just made the cutscene fancier when it goes to night and you have to get out of there where all your Pikmin die. Yeah, it would be if... a weird way for them to end the trailer to tease with that. But maybe. Yeah, it almost seems like you can stay around at night, but things are just extra dangerous, maybe. Yeah, because you can like see collectible things. Yeah. The blood moon <laughs> rises once again. <laughs> they come, come to life. Another joke I stole from the Nintendo Drive. I was on. I was a guest on there this week. It was super. It was super fun. So everybody can check that out. That was like the day the direct went <laughs> went live. So very fresh reactions over there. Um, but next up, they showed us the um, Xenoblade Chronicles Three Expansion Pass DLC. Got this new. Yep. It's like a new character. Emerald loving something. character. She likes jewel stuff but then it showed some like crazy things coming with the like wave four um for those like listen i am not a xenoblade chronicles expert i haven't played any of the games but i am interested in the lore of video games and love to read about lore and so i'm, I'm aware of who the characters are in in this cutscene. obviously shulk you've got shulk and he is talking with, uh, it's like I think his name is Alvis. Yeah, yeah I have that. no idea what any yeah. of them look like. Yeah. I kind of know what Shulk looks like, but that's just because of Smash he's, Bros. He's talking, he's talking with Alvis, uh, and Alvis appears to be doing something bad, evil-like. Because they are not Classic happy. Alvis. They're not happy something. with him. Well, he is. He was all over the place in the first game, and then also kind of makes an appearance in the second game. But then you also see Rex from Xenoblade Chronicles Two, and uh, he's ripped now. <laughs> like he's <laughs> he's got a he's got a little goatee stash thing going on, and he's just jacked. So. I saw uh, a comment on the tr- on on the trailer with this pic with this picture and said, "Be careful of what game designs you make fun of in high school." <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was really funny. <laughs> Be careful of whose video game designs you make fun of in high school. That's uh, that's too good. Anyways, that looks like it's gonna be super hype, and yeah, it showed it showed all three protagonists in this. 
teaser for the story expansion. Yep, and then they showed what might be your favorite game from the direct Samba de Amigo. Yeah, I was very confused by this. <laughs> Party Central. <laughs> so weird looking. Looks it just looks odd. like an extra cool just dance to me. Yeah, I don't know about that. It looks like something. This was a game on the Wii, apparently. A series from the Wii. Uh, someone in our chat during the direct was Kirby the Poyo said uh, it's basically a uh, who develops this is this Namco like basically no a Namco idea. mascot I was like oh, okay yeah I'm, I don't have anything to say about this but I have even less to say about <laughs> Fashion Dreamer, which is coming in 2023, where you play as a style influencer and you get to wear outfits and spread your brand. They were using all these like streamer lingo words for like that just made me feel gross. You know, like, oh yeah, <laughs> spread your influence share the hottest trends and I, I just don't like that that culture and maybe that's what you was can the just think of it as good practice for spreading your brand yeah it's it's a little different <laughs> because this is about fashion and i don't think we're really spreading fashion with nintendo pals listen nintendo pals isn't fashionable it's friendshipable speak for yourself <laughs> But if you do like fashion, you can check out our merch store. Links in the description of the episode. Uh, yeah. Um, I was, I, I, like, this was the low point for me. I think it was a Samba, Samba de Amigo followed by this. I was like, I don't know. I, I feel like those should have been two of, two of your top games. <laughs> well, this next one. Yeah, this looks pretty cool. Dead Cells Return to Castlevania DLC. Looks like a pretty sweet crossover. Mm -hmm. I think I mentioned it has like 50 of Remixed the songs from tracks. Castlevania. Yeah. And you've got um, Richter and an Al Alucard and some of the weapons and, and stuff. Dra Dracula's there. Gorgeous pixel art. Just looks good. And then we are hit with Tron Identity. And this one's interesting. For some reason, did, did, wasn't this like talked, like teased or talked about at some I remember point? Remember some earlier? Tron thing teased was, a was, while ago. This... And they didn't show like anything. They just a disc or something. Like, yeah, Tron. that was at the like Disney showcase, right? The Disney games showcase that we watched. And we were like, Maybe. why did we watch this? <laughs> <laughs> but Tron was like one of their big announcements. I, is this the game? I, I don't think this is going to be bad. It looks interesting, but this is a visual novel. I, it yeah, just, not quite was a, what I was expecting. No, and I, I think that's that's okay. Uh, like, 
but it's just weird that this is the game they decided to go use this IP for. Like, this seems like a side project in addition to other things. Not like, all right, this is our Tron game, you know? So maybe maybe there is more coming. Who knows? They probably know. They do, yeah. Speaking of not knowing things, Ghost Trick, Phantom Detective. I assume he doesn't know things and he tries to figure it out since it has detective in the name. But True. he also dies or something. I know you had you had heard of this game previously and I had not. I had heard of this game from watching um or listening to the podcast by our buddy Seth, Two Dollar Hero, who's on here on the show last week. Um He loves this game. This is like one of his favorite DS games ever and has some of the, the coolest characters ever. And it was one that was so DS specific that I was like, it's never going to come. So I actually watched a playthrough of it. <laughs> um, Rookie mistake. And, and I'm sad, but I will play it. I, I mean, I, I jumped around in the in watching the playthrough just so I could like, because I, I just wanted to see mo mostly the story beats. You know, my obsession with game lore <laughs> for games I'm never going to play. Uh, this one I, I am very interested in picking up. You solve puzzles, you are dead, and you are trying to figure out how you died. And you have one day to figure out how you died. <laughs> Actually. Kind of a bummer. So, yeah. Uh, and it's... It, like the plot for this game is crazy. It's it's really it, it's really well put together, um, woven together very well. Just really interesting. Looks 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 really good, and the remaster looks great. This was a DS game. I'm like amazed by that. So, yeah. 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 Good. Mm -hmm. Well, keeping right along, you know, we love detective games. So let's just go into this next one. DECA Police, the most anime detective thing I've ever seen. I don't even remember this. <laughs> Not gonna lie. This is the one where he shot that bow and like exploded the oh, town. Oh, yeah, like blew up the whole city, it looked like. <laughs> yeah, because you play. Pay attention to the name, I guess. You play as, I think his name's Harvard. And they are. Training to be detectives in a simulation. Ah, that's right. Of a city, but then people hack things or something. But then Some there's guy a, turns yeah, into a the, cat for a little bit. Yeah, there's a hacker, and <laughs> the main character becomes a cat, and it's just really over the top. It looks like an RPG, straight RPG fighter, and yeah. Beardy old man, you're under arrest for attempted jewel jewelry heist. <laughs> like this is, this is the kinds of lines we're getting in this thing. They, it was very over the top, very intense, but it looks pretty good. Then they showed some more of Bayonetta Origins, Teresa, and the Lost Demon. That will be coming out the 17th of March. I don't remember if we'd gotten a release date already. I can't remember either. I don't think so. Maybe. This game looks really cool. I like the uh, 
it it's kind of in this genre of two two player characters that have to work together to to solve puzzles and 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 win <laughs> it's and it's stuff like up. yeah i was gonna say it's like it's like it takes two but it takes two requires two people this i think is a single player but you're controlled yeah, this is just like that mini game from uh nintendo land the animal crossing yeah sweet treat or whatever it's called yeah 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 that's a that's a good one you have to like focus on both characters at the same time Cool idea. I'm I'm excited for this one. It looks it looks really good. Maybe a Bayonetta game I will actually play. It definitely seems like it isn't focused on, you know, making Bayonetta a waifu. I I'm just <laughs> trying to look for some like I was wondering where you're going with that. Yeah, uh and that's good because she's supposedly a child. <laughs> in this game so let's not do that oh yeah like let's let's definitely not do that this is before she became bayonetta because apparently that's not her like actual name no bayonetta is a title i just found that out now (laughs) yeah yep it has the bayonetta has a weird um a weird like lore that she like time travels and helps her child self and stuff who knows where this falls in that next item i think it's you yeah next item is you oh it's me oh Oh, good because i want to i want to talk about this i thought you might platoon 3 dlc um we got they spent a good chunk of time in the direct talking about this but we are getting what is Inc- Inkopolis Inkopolis yeah. yeah I was like what is it called <laughs> Inkopolis as a hub area in wave what is it called wave 1 wave 1 and i mean that's that's what it is you have different shopkeepers but i think it's the same shops Yes, they mentioned the same items. And you can basically do everything you can do in Splatsville. But it's... It's Inkopolis. And then they showed... A little teaser for Wave 2. Yeah, which is the story expansion... Where you are like an octoling in an all-white town. With and it's titled Side Order. Yeah, and there's like That's all we know. There's like paper mache fish flying around. It and it showed a lot of like cuts to like a brain. <laughs> so it's like is is this like a dream world? I don't who knows what's going on exactly here. But you play as an Octoling, so it could be uh, the sequel to the Octo expansion. I really like that story. Micah, what'd you think of this one? Uh, I was a little underwhelmed with what they showed. I don't really care too much about being able to go around Inkopolis. I think that Wave 1 is extremely lame. And should not have wow. been its own wave. 
I think I think that they should have just waited and released it with Wave Two, and people would have loved it. But if they, if, but because they're releasing it as its own thing, and they're like, "Look at this wave of of thing you can get in an update," and it's just a reskin for the hub world. It, like, are you kidding? There's no gameplay. There's no. There's no anything. Exploration. There's like nothing of substance. <laughs> there's no substance to that, and I I think most people agree on that. I was on the Nintendo Drive, and they were human like they were super angry i'm 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 like i'm not angry about it i just think it was a bad decision to do it this way uh they were like they're trying to get money this is you know angry sean sean's actually <laughs> sean was actually super hyped for this direct i'm painting a picture like he was really angry <laughs> but uh just like they're it feels like a, a, a money grab for people with nostalgia more than like a meaningful update I'm like, yeah, I could, I could see that for, for just the Wave 1. Um, it should have just, like, they, they just packaged it wrong. It shouldn't be its own separate thing when there's no gameplay or no additional thing to it. But Wave 2 looks cool. If they had just shown that, I think I would have a completely different opinion. <laughs> yeah, my problem with that is it's just like a little tease, and yeah. it sh- really showed nothing. Yeah, and it didn't even give like any sort of time frame, right? There's just like, yeah, I don't think so. These things might be coming. Okay. Anywho, a, a little bit of a bummer. Speaking of disappointing DLC, got some Fire Emblem Engage expansion pass stuff, <laughs> which is out now. What? Why? I don't even remember what it talked about. To be honest, I just like bashing on Fire Emblem since so many people in our community love it. <laughs> and I haven't played like any. <laughs> I thought it was funny that Crom. Uh, oh yeah, it's Crom and the other one, Robin. They also had Robin. Yeah, I remember. it's like guys, can they just be their own characters? Like, why are they? Why do they have to be attached to each other? Because remember when Crom was like first put into Smash Bros. as the final Smash for Robin, <laughs> that was it. <laughs> And then he became his own character. It's like, I just I just feel like they really don't need to be like that. But whatever. I don't I maybe maybe it all makes way more sense if I played the game. I actually played the games. Yeah. <laughs> it might. Um and then I, I feel like, you know, they added Camilla as a thirst trap for people. Like, oh she was like the relevate what the revelation. Yeah, she's definitely she's, she's definitely re- revelating <laughs> something something. I just don't like characters that are designed like so overtly like waifu <laughs> or husbando. I just don't. I just don't like that. I I, I feel like it. I don't, I don't know. That's just me. That's just me. Some people are really into that, so sure. Okay. Let's just move on. <laughs> Revealing characters is what I'm trying to say. It's like, we've, we've complained about it multiple times on this show. Uh, <laughs> third strongest world chat says, I want to forget about Camilla, and intelligent systems won't let me. <laughs> we... Our our grievances against Xenoblade Chronicles 2. We had like we've had like whole segments on that. 
Uh, yep. 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 Take control of your destiny with this next game. <laughs> Harmony. The Fall of Reverie. You're like a psychic that has connections to ghosty stuffs. Nice. And Sounds pretty you can, exciting. What I remember about this one was you can choose like a side to support. And one of them was Chaos. And I was like, well, that's mine. I, <laughs> if I get this game, I go with Chaos. There's Bonds, power, and chaos. Those are the different, like, paths. I think they said there were, like, six, but then they didn't name all of them. Oh, okay. Yeah. I might be remembering that wrong. Yep. Yep. I don't actually know what this game is. It's, it looks kind of detective-y, visual novel Yeah. Speaking of detective games... They then showed off some more Disney Illusion Island. Oh, July twenty yeah. eighth. Oh yeah, definitely like the peak of detective games. This is actually out of order in the notes. Disney's Illusion Island came earlier, but my bad. Oh well. So yeah, I, I mean, it looks like it list. could be a fun local co op. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie. I I don't think it looks fantastic. Looks looks a little. Uh, there are a lot of people that are comparing it to um, Rayman Origins. I think Rayman Origins looks a little better. The character design looks great, but the the worlds themselves, the levels, and the animations, something feels off and cheap. But hmm. I have confidence that this game will be really good because Mickey Mouse and Two D just go together really well all, all of the 2d mickey mouse games have been really good that i've played and and like epic mickey so i i, th I think there's there's enough of a, a backing to the ip and um what they're trying to do here i think i think it'll look good work good not look good work good next up speaking of look good um, Ed, actually, is that next? Ed next Ed on the list. It's next That's on all the that list. That really matters. We're just gonna go off our list, which is not in order of the thing. Advance Wars One Plus Two Reboot Camp coming the twenty first of April, twenty twenty three. Why is it finally getting that release date? Yeah, but why April? It's done. What? <laughs> what? What? what do why you mean? not April? I mean. Is it to fill a gap? Like, we have stuff this month. What's coming in March? Uh, nothing. Dead Cells. That's coming in March. I guess we're getting, like, uh... Oh, Bayonetta Origins? Okay, Bayonetta Origins, and Kirby's coming at the end of the month. So, yeah, okay. That, not, not March, at end of February, so kind of, kind of more of a March... Uh, yeah, I don't have anything to say about it. We've talked about it at length. It looks good. Excited to try that series out. Yeah, then they showed off some more Octopath Traveler 2. Yeah. For February 24th. I feel like I've seen this in like 17 different directs by this point. 
I keep forgetting the game isn't out yet, and then there's another <laughs> direct about it. Yeah, I mean, this is a hype series for for a lot of people, but I, I do think it's more niche. It's not. I mean, that's just how turn-based RPGs are, and that that's that's what it's going for. It fits that niche well. Um, it looks good. We love Katamari Reroll. Uh, I'm all for this. I think the Katamari games are awesome. <laughs> They're just so weird, and I love it. And they added a camera mode. Hype. Take selfies. <laughs> yep. Every game nowadays, you have to be able to take pictures. True, true. Speaking of taking pictures, Sea of Stars will be coming out August 29th. Ooh. And we are very hopeful this does well so that we can crush all in Nintendo, Nintendo podcast in the Fantasy Critic League. Yep. If only we had uh, said Metroid Prime original on there. Currently has, well, they're remastered as a 96. Oh, dang. What? I mean, That's that is right. that is like the best Metroid game, and it's and it, they did a really yeah, good it's job. It's only gotten better. Um, Sea of Stars looks really good. It, it like it looks like peak pixel art. So I, I can get behind that. I can get behind that. It's gonna look really good. Uh, then we got a look at a new game called Omega Strikers, and. That's a free-to-play, like, air hockey, soccer-esque game. Yep. I, I, I'm i not going to lie to you guys. I, I just don't have a lot of faith in these games. Like, this one doesn't look bad, but I just feel like this will be supported for a little bit, and it it's not sustainable. It's not going to, like, it doesn't have an IP behind it that's going to keep it alive long-term yet well it's and, making its own ip yeah and, and the thing is it's not a game like like a, a lot of these live service games these free-to-play games talked about i feel like i've talked about recently somewhere <laughs> on a podcast are all they all have like a limited shelf life and i think this one's just gonna not last a long time i think this is gonna be similar to uh knockout city you know it's gonna be yeah, my, my, maybe even less so because it doesn't have EA behind it, like pumping money into it. So I, I don't know. I just, I just don't want to get into a game like this because of that. Because I'm like, it's just not going to last. I might give it a shot though. It is free. Yeah, free things are nice. Yeah, even if they aren't good. Eh. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know about that. But it's free, so that's all that really matters. Yep. And then they showed some Etrian Odyssey. Etrian? Actually, I don't know how to say that. Uh, Origins Collection. Yeah, this is... First of June. Interesting. I... I don't have... remember this, not gonna lie. This is the, the one where direct. you, like, had to draw your own custom map while going through, like, a forest maze? Ah, uh, yeah. And I was like, oh, I don't want to have to draw my own map. And then they mentioned the auto-mapping. Yeah. I, the thing about this one, I, I, had, I had heard of this series, but I'd never seen gameplay until now. And I was like, oh, this is not what I was expecting. I don't, I don't know. It just seemed like an RPG game. But no, this is like a, 
puzzle maze game it does have rpg elements to it and battles and such but I, I, I have no idea what this game really is it looks good it looks pretty according to third strongest mole is an rpg yeah but isn't everything an rpg no <laughs> yeah uh, but this is like that what what i pictured in my mind was final fantasy like a final fantasy style rpg and it doesn't look like that also, you can play in three difficulty modes, Picnic, Basic, and Expert. For those who like a walk in the park, play Picnic. I like that. That's, that's a funny way to say that. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> well, speaking of walk in the park, next up we got Kirby's Return to Dreamland Deluxe. And um, I say walk in the park because the game's pretty easy. But it's very fun. And it looks great. Because it dropped a demo. And so we downloaded that demo right away. My kids love Kirby, so we played Kirby. And... Well, yeah, I don't know what else to say about it. It's, it's and Kirby. And it's Kirby. It's Kirby. The minigame collection is fun. You can collect costumes. Dress Kirby up in different masks. Um, you can play as Bandana Waddle D, Meta Knight, and King Dee right as well. So I was Bandana Waddle D with a fish mask. That was pretty... That was pretty hype. Uh, I probably will be picking this one up because my kids are very excited for it. And it's a fun four-player co-op game. Or you just pretend you got it and just let them keep playing the demo over and over again. Yeah, well, that doesn't work anymore. <laughs> They're <laughs> a little... They, they, they actually were like, oh, I got all of the... like." My, my son has played through the demo twice at this point to completion. They collected all of the gears because you collect gears proof level. Like, I collected all the gears. Why is the next level not unlocking? I was, like, oh. I was like, that's because it's a demo. <laughs> it doesn't have the full game. Uh, that, that, was, that was funny. Uh, rookie mistake. You should have just said you beat the game. Then you wouldn't have to get <laughs> no. it. No. No, I'm excited that they're excited for this game. It's fun to, that, we're at like a, that I'm at a point in parenting where my kids are interested in their own games that I'm not necessarily interested in. That's super cool. And I am interested in this. I like Kirby. And the, the Magalore epilogue, I think, looks really good. They showed that as well. And that was announced. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> we cool didn't even talk about that. Something a little extra for the deluxe version. Yeah. Speaking of yeah. Yeah. They announced for the Nintendo Switch Online, I think, expansion pass. Uh, Game Boy and Game Boy Advance games are out now. No, it's not the expansion pack. Uh, Game Boy Advance's expansion pack and Game Boy's for oh, base. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. cool. Yeah, it is cool. I think they did it in a, a smart way to give value to the expansion pack, but also not take off everybody by making everything in the expansion pack. Yeah. This was hype. This is probably the highlight of the of the direct for me, besides one other announcement. Two other things. Um, yeah. Game Boy and Game Boy Advance games. And they they start with a a pretty small library, honestly. I think the Game Boy Advance has six games. And the Game Boy has more than that. 
eight. I don't remember what games they have, but I all I know is they don't have Golden Sun yet. Not yet. That one is coming. They did announce that one is coming. Um, on the Game Boy side, they they have it's loading. Nine, nine games. That's pretty good. Yeah, decent, decent size. Um, it'll be interesting to see what comes because, like, could we see Pokemon on these? You think? Will those be sold? To Probably us not. Yeah, because they got to remake those. Yeah. They got to remake one of those <laughs> games every year. However. Um, we're getting Pokemon Coliseum on the N64. Ah, that's different. One and two. But could you imagine, like, they have the Game Boy and Game Boy Advance games available, and you could transfer Pokemon between them, like you could to, to play on Coliseum? That would be cool. I was also really hyped for the uh, Game & Watch Gallery to try those games out. It's like a big piece of Nintendo history. Um, and Super Mario Land 2. Yeah. You want to, uh, you, yeah. you want to, I'll tell you what I'm, I, I am indifferent towards. I'm going to make hmm. it a point here because it will make people upset. Tetris. I don't think, I, I don't care that we got Tetris. <laughs> we have so, Tetris. I'm not is, planning on playing it. Yeah. Tetris is Tetris. It always is Tetris. Playing it with a green screen filter doesn't... It, that whoa, doesn't sound... Whoa, now you're going too far. Why? That's awesome. I mean, yeah, it's just... You, you can play Tetris anywhere. <laughs> I don't want to play the, like, oldest version of Tetris. I feel like every version since has been better. Besides maybe that one mobile one. Fighting words, throwing it out there because controversy controversy gets clicks. I've seen it. I've seen it happening all over. But that is like genuinely how I feel about it. I'm like, I'm indifferent. It, it, people were like, are so hyped for that game. I'm just like, I don't get it. It's it's Tetris. It's not like Mario RPG where you can we can't play it anywhere else. So bring it over. No, Tetris has been available on like everything forever since this since the Game Boy one. This is this is a classic Micah. This is where I I'm getting into the Micah reasoning of like I think this is just nostalgia fueled. That's that's wow. what people are into. Well, I think you're wrong. I think it's awesome. Probably for you just want to disagree. You just want to disagree with me. No, they got the the old school filter version. Yeah, so cool. They got it in color too. Wow. Anything you were hyped for out of these? Uh, or not hyped Oracle for? of Ages and Seasons. I wonder how they'll handle the uh, extra stuff from having both. Have you played I don't Minish remember Cat? exactly how that works. I have. I'm also excited to play through that again. Yeah. Yeah, man. And I'm excited for you to play Golden Sun when it comes out, because I know you will, after I've been talking about how good it is for so long. Wait, can you play four-player... Can you play four-player Mario Kart on the Game Boy? I guess you could, with multiple link cables. 
But we're also getting we're also getting Metroid Fusion coming eventually. That was like one of the first. Oh ones yeah, they I forgot showed. about that too. Except uh, for that one, Kirby and the Amazing Mirror. That's a great game. F Zero, the Fire Emblem game. Hey, we could finally play a Fire Emblem game, Micah. Wow, it's probably the one Fire Emblem game I've played like ten minutes of from way back in the it's day. It's the one with Roy. Mm, a Roy. Yeah, Roy's our boy. He's definitely in my top 20 favorite Fire Emblem characters. <laughs> it's top that's 20 favorite Fire. They, that's yeah. about how many they have in Smash Bros, right? Yeah. <laughs> that's good. That's good. Okay, so after they announced the NSO expansion, which was super hype, everybody losing their minds, oh. then they're like, yeah, how about you lose your minds a little bit more? The original Metroid Prime game has been remastered for the Nintendo Switch. And guess what? It's out now. You can buy it immediately. Immediately. It's insane. It's insane. And it looks really good. <laughs> uh, this is one I will be picking up eventually. Good. Soon. Yeah, eventually soon. I, I want to get a physical version of it. Yeah, it looks really good. Very clean. Nice remaster. Yeah, and they say the like digital's out now, but the physicals will be out on like the twenty second or something. Yep. And it's at a forty dollar price range, which I think is uh, is awesome. It's going to do. It's going to give this game a needed boost. Because after after the sales of Dread, which were good, but not as good as they should have been because that game's incredible. I, I feel like putting this at the $40 mark is like a much-needed boon for the total sales of this game. Yeah, I wonder if it will outsell its original debut. I think it will. I think it will. I mean, we're on a, we're, we're on a system with a much bigger user base. So yeah. everybody that played the game on the GameCube is buying this game <laughs> because that's just how the fan base that is. Good. Yeah. They are. We already know it's <laughs> fantastic. Yeah. And, and you know, every Metroid fan is like, I have to buy this game to show Nintendo. I love this series because we only get a game every 20 years, which doesn't even make sense. Cause they sell better than fire emblem. I, you're, listen, listen, Micah. It blows my mind. You're there have been like the 17 Fire Emblem games this last year. <laughs> 17 this last year? Uh, I don't really have that much against Fire Emblem except for they won't make more Metroid Prime games for some reason. And Maddie Beth in chat says we should get a Metroid VR. That would be so sick and so terrifying. <laughs> I don't know if I'd be able to play it. It'd be so scary. Like the the game's already kind of got like a kind of creepy atmosphere overall. Can you imagine Metroid Dread in VR, and you just suddenly hear the Emmy beeping behind you? Oh my gosh! <laughs> this is actually perfect. I I would that would be the one horror game I would play. <laughs> is a VR version of Metroid, and that would be fun. That would be fun. Anyways, that's that's Metroid Prime Remaster, super hype, Shadow Drop, boom. That is why we did not get uh, Advance Wars out now. They they were like, 
Metroid Prime is what we're going to push. And here's here's my theory behind that, Micah. Not to get your hopes up here. Holiday but, season. But why would they be pushing for Metroid Prime Remaster to be out so soon? Because they didn't have to do a shadow drop on this, right? Like, that's that's a big deal. But they could have shadow dropped uh, Advance Wars, right? Because it's, it's done. They, they could have done something like that. Like, why do they need to get this out so early? And that is to generate buzz and hype for Metroid Prime 4, which is coming sooner than people think. That's my theory. Plus, plus there have been rumors. I mean, but there have been rumors that uh, this remaster has been done for like a year or something. Which means they would have been saving it to generate hype potentially for Metroid Prime 4. Yeah, we'll talk about that a little bit. We've got a little bit of rumor stuff to talk about. Um, yeah. Next thing. Then they should have some Bat and Kaidos 1 and 2 HD remaster. Another GameCube remaster. GameCube fans eating good, as, as they say. This is a, this is a yep. cool game series and one I'm interested in trying out. But again, I my like my backlog just continues to grow, and I'm just like I that one's that one's gonna fall on the wayside yeah. unless Metroid Prime better move to the front of that backlog though. Hmm. Hmm. I'm scanning things over in No Man's Sky currently, so I'm good on my scanner space games. <laughs> on that. On that uh, category. You disappoint me. Next up, they showed. Fantasy Life, The Girl Who Steals Time. Mm -hmm. And I actually remember the name of that game, but I don't remember the gameplay from it. It's Animal Crossing. Oh, that's right, yeah. But with more? You can also, there was like a dragon they fought, and it's the head of the dragon was as large as the entire body. Yeah. Yeah, but then it would just, so it was just like cutting between like, medieval-ish fantasy elements and then just back to just it's just straight animal crossing <laughs> it's just animal crossing you got like the animal crossing house and trees <laughs> and furniture placement this could be really good this could be filling mm -hmm. the the massive shaped hole in animal crossing fans hearts because animal crossing is no more they're not updating it. It's not getting anything new. <laughs> I mean, I want to say it's no more. Till though. the next game. Yeah. Speaking of the next game, the next game they showed <laughs> was Professor Layton and the New World of Steam. This was the most... I mean, this is barely above the Prime 4 logo <laughs> in <laughs> reveals. But at yeah, least it showed... So much. At least showed Professor Layton with his hat and he's like hey look at me i'm professor layton <laughs> the world of steam could be very cool steampunk professor layton that's a good fit that's a good fit next up they showed mario kart 8 deluxe wave 4 dlc a single track from it but holy cow, this track looks amazing. I'm so hyped for this. Yoshi's Island, and it's brand new. It's a brand new course. It's not from a previous game. And holy cow, they, they recreated like the entirety of the world of Yoshi's Island in 3D. 
there's like unique enemies all over the place elements of the level that just call back to the game this may be just based off the trailers this may be my favorite course in mario kart ever it looks old words it looks for a course you haven't played yet yeah, it does it, have Yoshi in the title, so it's got to be pretty good. Yeah, and it looks like it, it does not look like a lapped course. It looks like a, a segmented course. So you're playing up this three segments that are separate versus like three laps on the same track. And you know, I'm a sucker for those. This is like Woohoo Island, but but with Yoshi. So I'm I'm pretty hyped for that. And Birdo was was announced. And I was like, wait, Birdo's not in the game? <laughs> like, for some reason, that never clicked. Uh, so that, that was pretty hype. Yeah, I saw, I saw lots of comments like that. People were like, wait a second, Birdo's not there? Um, but speaking of that, uh, out on, I, I think it was out on Twitter afterwards, they, or, or maybe on the website, they talked about uh, this update and future updates and said specifically that there will be returning characters in future updates as well. So we may see more Mario Kart uh, characters come back. That'll be interesting. Wiggler, King That'd Babam. Cool. Um, Lakitu, Queen Bee was in a game. <laughs> there's, there's, there's a bunch that aren't in this game that could be brought in. Yeah. Yep. 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 And then and then they showed uh WBSC e baseball power pros, which is out now. Yeah, this is interesting and I don't have anything to say about it. <laughs> it's yeah, ninety nine cents. I have no re recollection of this. <laughs> I think I must have still been talking about Mario Kart. Um I believe from here it was montage time. A lot of games that we already know are coming out. Minecraft, Legends, Blanc, Mega Man, Battle Network, Have a Nice Death, Disney Dreamlight Valley. Uh, yeah. And then there's one game that I think was omitted from the list rain code they didn't even put that in the the list that i pulled rain code that detective game with with the, with the rain with the ghost I, they, I don't even think they showed rain this last time which yeah. was very disappointing yeah that one looks good actually it's like a mixed detective game with persona -y elements looks pretty good all right micah take this last one the hypest announcement in this trailer besides... Hey, oh, you want me to take this one? Go for it. Oh, wow. Well, oh, sure. Yeah. Um, and then they like showed this game no one's really that excited for. <laughs> Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. It's out like May 12th or something. Uh, so they showed another trailer and I still have no idea what's going on. Like this, this still is just so. But they confusing. have cars. They've got cars. Or a car. A hot air balloon. Uh, like a drone. A drone. That's big enough. Gyrocopter. Is that what those are called? Homing arrows. Micah, there were some things. I watched a 30, 40 minute trailer breakdown. One of those, you know, like frame by frame. Look at these things you missed. 
There are redeads. There is a redead in the trailer brought back to life during the blow. What it, did it have? Just like its spine. It, it, or is it? Yeah, it, and it also its mouth opens sideways. It it's it's horrifying. Yeah. It looks it looks like a combination of Redeads from Ocarina of Time and Wind Waker. Like, right like, like if if those two combined, both they, died real close to each and other, and then and then came back to life. Yeah. Um. New. There's there are a bunch of new enemies shown. Um. And then as well. There's a part where he's pulling things out, like Magnesa style, out of the water. That appears to be the wheel to the car that he is later seen driving. So, it's according like to this, build and, your own vehicles. Yeah, you can you can see pieces in different parts of the trailer as well. So it looks like you may build the vehicles. Should be kind of wild. Yeah, no one was expecting that. I think. I, I mean, I definitely wasn't like, you know what? They, you know what I want? A vehicle builder <laughs> in, in the next Zelda game. Um, you also hear uh, the main Bado's voice, who everybody is assuming is Ganondorf. Some people are being like, oh, it's Demise. He's back to life because Ganon died. I don't know. Who, who knows? I, I wasn't crazy about the voice. It felt like someone doing an impression of Ganondorf, not like a natural voice. That makes sense. Mm. Um, but I'll get used to it. Or I could just play with the with subtitles and play the Japanese voice acting. I'm sure that'll be... That actually sounded very Japanese-esque, but English. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it did. Because, I, mean, I mean, a lot of Japanese things just... Over the top. The way they talk, especially like anime and things, is just like... So, like, yeah, like you said, over the top... Yeah, and when and then when you translate straight into English, it just seems kind of weird. I'm so hyped for this game. It looks so good, so good. They also announced that there's an amiibo and a special edition available. Um, and then I guess this kind of molds into the other news items here, and we'll cover briefly. The special edition has gone up for pre-order on GameStop.com, Best Buy. Target and Walmart as of the date of the recording of this episode. Um, Amazon is the last one for the special edition to go up on pre-order. Those all sold out instantaneously. I was there at the exact moment it was post. It basically went live for two of those, and they were gone before I could check out. I'm very sad, um, so it seems like these are going to be very hard to get. And you're going to have to, you know, not have a full-time job in order to get these because retailers drop them in the middle of the workday. <laughs> Thanks, retailers. When are, the, when are physical pre-orders for things not going to suck? We, we're, we're in freaking 2023, and, the, like, companies just can't get it right. This is, this is a problem across all the gaming industry. Well, I feel like all these things have gotten worse post COVID. Yeah. I'm not like too worried. I, I'm pretty sure I'll be able to get it. And then, you know, worst case scenario, I'll just get just the game. Should be a bummer. Cause I want to get the, it's like 
I will Your first not. time trying to get a collector's, right? Yeah, I've never bought a collector's edition for a game, and this one's special to me, so I wanna I wanna do it. But yeah, it's it's like bot accounts and retailers just not caring uh, about the consumer. Like they just do not care. They're like, oh, we're getting our money, so they they don't they don't put in safeguards against those things because a lot of this stuff is preventable. Um, and why, why are we doing limited pre-orders? Why, why can't those be unlimited and you just get in a line to get the next like wave if you're not going to be able to make the first wave? Like there, there, there are solutions to these problems, but retailers or game producers, but like, like just refuse to do it. But I, I don't think it, I don't think this is on the publishers. I think this is on the retailers. Because when the publishers try to do it themselves, it just fails miserably as well. <laughs> um, I, I, there was a lot of discussion about this on Discord um, and in the Nintendo Pals Discord, but yeah, I, I think I think there's definitely better ways to do it. And then at the very least, safeguards to stop bots from from getting from getting the games. You know, limit one per limit one order per IP address. One order per credit card, one order per address, physical address entered. Like, put up these walls that will stop scalpers from coming in here and buying all the stock and then trying to resell it. Like, that's that needs to, those things need to happen, but the retailers just do not care. They, they, they could not be bothered to do that. Anyhow, that's my rant about whole dumb pre order nonsense. So yeah, um, Micah, I think the rest of this news we will save for our next news episode. We 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 dove pretty deep here into the Nintendo Direct, uh, but yeah, anybody out there listening, let us know what you thought of this Nintendo Direct, and um, I guess we'll head to the next segment of our show. Let's talk the rumor mill. I don't see anything in here, but there there was something to talk about with this. Uh, our very own um, Monkey Thunder, a.k.a. Nintendo's uncle, on the Discord posted a couple rumors here. First, all Gen 9-style sprites have been leaked, so we can see all the Pokemon uh, that will be in Gen 9 through updates. Uh, we'll probably see Pokemon at Pokemon Day. We'll get some stuff coming out for that. But this interesting post by about Retro and Metroid Prime. Uh, I'll, I'll read through here. So Retro's game after Tropical Freeze was canceled, and then they started to work on Metroid Prime Remastered. This is uh, Monkey Thunder's summary of, of the article he posted. Then Bandai Namco was doing a bad job, so Nintendo handed Prime 4 to Retro. They finished work on the Remastered, and then we'll finish Prime 4 while another studio finishes Prime 2 and 3. If Bandai Namco didn't mess up so bad, we would probably have Prime 1 through 4 right about now instead of just 1. Uh, Iron Galaxy Studios helped on Prime Remastered as well as other Switch ports like Skyrim, Diablo, and Overwatch. Probably the studio that finish up, finishes up Prime 2 and Prime 3 while Retro finishes up 4. 
This seems like this makes sense timeline wise and why we're getting this so late. Basically, split their development into two. Well, I mean, into two. I don't know how much work. Re I, like, this remaster seems pretty hefty. So, yeah. there was work that went into it, but. I mean, it's mostly like art assets, I think. Mm -hmm. I, don't, I mean, they did add in the dual stick controls, but I don't know how much that really took. Well, there was that one. Not dev. as much as just making a game. There was that one dev that said that to It'd do that. It'd take like a year just would, to do that. Would, yeah, it would be quite an effort for a full team. So, yeah, who knows? Who knows? I don't know how long these things take behind the scenes, but this all kind of makes sense and also makes me a little sad. Uh, but I'm glad that Retro is at the reins for Prime 4 versus Bandai Namco. Like, if it was so bad that Nintendo was like, eh, no, we'll give it back to the original studio. I mean, it had to be pretty bad. I think because Bandai Namco just... is not a bad studio. They don't make bad games. I mean, they uh, they do, but they, like <laughs> their partnerships with Nintendo have traditionally gone very well. I mean, they were they were the primary developers behind Smash Ultimate. So I, I'm surprised. It just shocks me that this that this ended up this way. You got thoughts yep. on this, Micah? That's not really anything more than you said. Well, it's prime time. We're gonna get all the primes trickle, trickle down. I hope Eventually. that I, I hope that two and three also get remastered and come because that would that would be cool to have the whole series on Switch. Yeah, or whatever the next system is. <laughs> uh, well, that does it for our show tonight, episode one thirty two. That's a wrap. Uh, overall, I thought the Nintendo Direct was really good. I give this an A plus, nah, maybe an A minus. It had that low at the very at the very intro, and interesting to note that there was nothing new announced first party wise. It was a lot of remasters and um, updates on games we already knew about, but nothing like brand new. Where's that Star Fox? Where's that Mario? Where's that Donkey Kong? Let's get those in here. But what they showed, I mean, it was great pacing. It, everything was pretty hype announcements. So, yeah, I think it was good. What score do you give it, Micah? I give it a pretty good. Out of, yup. <laughs> which is, I'm not which... quite sure that's how that scale works. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, I don't know. <laughs> well, speaking of pretty good and not knowing how that scale works, where can people find you, Micah? Where can people find uh, you on the internet? That's on Twitch and YouTube at Micah Prime. Micah Prime. And you can find me, Andros1, twitch.tv slash Andros1, youtube.com slash Andros1, where I am going hard on content creation. So please come help me out. Support the YouTube channel by subscribing. Um, help me hit that 1,000 subscribers so I can uh, unlock like the new benefits and stuff. Also, I need more followers on Twitch so I can get more emotes and things. Please help us help help a brother out. Uh, with that you can also follow the show we are Nintendo Pals on Twitter and all the social medias you can find us you can listen to the show on all podcast listening platforms and on YouTube so video versions of the podcast are available on YouTube and Spotify so with that 
we will wrap up this episode with our Patreon shout-out. This is the shout-out we give to all of our Patreon supporters. For as little as $3 a month, you can be involved as part of this shout-out. But at that tier, you get exclusive access to Pals Plus, the show after the show, where we talk about whatever we want. And at higher tiers and other, other levels, you get rewards behind the scenes, emotes and Discord. Name on the wall, Micah's wall, right there. Boom. Boom. Technically, you also have names on your wall. Yep. Some somewhere on a on a different wall. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yes, you can be part of this amazing shout out, which we are going to play right now. We gotta wrap some Patreon. You just do the scene. I'll take care of the hard part. Let's get it on. We want to be the best that ever was, and shout out our pals over on Patreon. LPD Rizzle, Retrologic Day, You Dog Gamer, Slim Tour, Spanish, and Solo Something, Brian, and Little Miss Seven, and Constant. Catch em, catch em, gotta catch em all, gotta catch em all, Patreon! K-19, There's Jungle Smoke, Tim the Nintendo Daddle, and Seth Sturgis, Monkey Thunder, Purple Beowulf, Dat Fast John, and Lava Place 2. Gotta catch em all, gotta catch em all! Yeah! Gotta catch em all, gotta catch em all! Yeah! Gotta catch em all, Patreon! Thank you all so much for listening, and we will talk to you next episode. Uh, bye-bye. I like how you wave at the end of these, my guy.